are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you a national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the league. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you today? I'm very good. How about yourself? Good. We're uh, we're kind of entering that quiet point of the off season. We've we've uh, made it through free agency, through the NFL draft, and uh, I know we've got some rookie mini camps going on. We'll we'll touch on that a little bit later. But for the most part, this this begins the long part of the off season for dynasty managers. Yeah, you're right. I mean. Rookie drafts are starting to pick up, though, so that kind of gets you through. But in general, just with my NFL coverage, you know, Peacock and Williamson and whatnot, it's the beginning of the slow time. Yeah, certainly. Well, we're going to revisit the NFL draft this week on the on our two episodes here over the next two days. Uh, but a, a little bit of a different spin on it. We're going to look at some NFL draft veteran winners, and most of these winners... Uh, come from the the perspective or the point of view of their team didn't draft anybody to replace them. Uh, so that's that's usually good news for that player, but uh, those those players like that also can become really difficult for us to value from a dynasty standpoint. So we want to take a look at those players as we always do. We'll we'll break that down by the four positions. We'll take a look at quarterbacks and running backs today. We'll cover the pass catchers tomorrow, wide receivers and tight ends. So Matt, let's talk about these quarterbacks. I picked out four who I think we could call winners. At some point in this offseason, their team was rumored to to replace them or to at least maybe add a a younger option for the long term. And, and none of these teams did that. So it has to be at least a little bit of a vote of confidence in the short term for these quarterbacks. But I don't know if that means dynasty players should be buying in. And Matt, as, as you might guess, all of these quarterbacks are, are pretty cheap when it comes to dynasty startup drafts or, uh, or even the, the trade market. Uh, let's start with the highest valued one, according to the recent DLF ADP. That's Daniel Jones. He's quarterback 25. I don't think anybody really expected the Giants to go quarterback. I'm not sure they were necessarily in a position uh, to go quarterback, or at least they didn't think they would be. Ultimately, we know they could have they could have drafted Justin Fields. They traded out of that spot instead and let the Bears do that. Uh, so Daniel Jones gets another year with with really no competition. We, we we saw some good flashes from him uh, in his rookie year, and, and, and last season was just so disappointing. Of course, Saquon Barkley gone for, for most of that time. Many of his wide receivers were in and out of the lineup. Uh, from a dynasty standpoint, are you giving up on Daniel Jones? Is, is it only a matter of time before the Giants do draft a quarterback, or can he get this turned around? A lot to unpeel here, because just a huge theme we saw with young quarterbacks this past off season was 
the Giants are a perfect example, but Philadelphia, Miami. I mean, there's a lot of teams that instead of getting direct competition or even a bunch of linemen just said, we're going to flood you with weapons and put a lot of fun toys around this young quarterback at a pivotal, pivotal stage of their career. And it just so happens the Giants, amongst others, happen to accumulate future first, extra future first round picks too. So it really feels like Kua, Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurts, and there's even more examples that we're going to give you everything to succeed this year. But if you don't, we have the ammo, assuming we have a bad year plus future, you know, extra first, we can go up and get your replacement. So I think a lot of those guys are lumped in together. So in a way, I think that sets up really well for Jones. Hey, I mean, Saquon's back. I can dump it to him and he takes it 70 yards and I get a bunch of fantasy stats from it. Kenny Galladay goes up and gets a football in jump ball situations. Didn't have that before. And I also think you know, a lot of people give Jason Garrett a tough time, but and deservedly so. But I thought they did a very nice job of incorporating Daniel Jones's running last year. So I think they have a better feel for Jones than the last coaching staff. That being said, I have my doubts. I, I just do. I think his pocket presence is bad. Yeah, you, you had me all set up there. I thought we were going with a positive take <laughs> on this, and, and you veered off at the end. Uh, I get it. I mean, I, I mentioned some, some bright spots earlier uh, at the beginning of Jones' career with some big-time fantasy games, but he's certainly given us more uh, reasons to doubt him than to, uh, to invest in him. That said, he's quarterback 25. Again, that's based on the latest Dynasty ADP from Dynasty League Football. That is Superflex ADP as well. At that point, I mean, this guy was a top seven or eight quarterback this time last year in ADP. And, and obviously, those who invested in him in, in him at that price, and, and I was one of those in, in at least one draft, uh, are regretting that pick. But... I still think there's a little bit of room for hope. You mentioned the added weapons. It's Kenny Galladay and and Kadarius Toney, namely, and along with getting Barkley back. So I think you're right. They've given him every uh, every chance, or they're in the process of giving him every chance to succeed. I I would be buying at this price. I, I think he's yeah. he's cheap enough that I'm willing to take a shot. I don't disagree, even if you only get one year out of him. Yeah. Yeah, good point. The other thing, real quick, Ryan, I know we don't have a ton of time, but guys like him and Tua probably aren't going to just fall off the face of the earth. I mean, they could be the Steelers uh, you know, quarterback next year or the Saints, you know? Yeah, we, we keep seeing those quarterbacks get recycled. Of course, yeah. Andy Dalton's kind of in that. Tyrod Taylor's been in that. They, they keep bouncing around. They get a, you know, they get a starting job uh, for at least a few weeks. But if you're Jones, if you're a couple of these other guys that we'll talk about, you don't want to make it to that point, right? It's it's bad no, news, and right. and v- very very few guys make it back from that point. Right behind Daniel Jones in our dynasty ADP is Sam Darnold. He's quarterback twenty six. Even after the Carolina Panthers made the trade for him uh, and gave the indication that they would uh, would pick up that that fifth year option on him, which they ultimately did. There were still rumors that Carolina could draft a quarterback. They didn't do that. Uh, Mac Jones was sitting there. Justin Fields was sitting there for them. I believe they had the ninth pick, and they passed on passed on that opportunity. 
there's been a lot of talk about Darnold. Obviously upgraded weapons compared to what he had last year with the Jets and upgraded coaching staff, to say the least. Are you feeling pretty good about Sam Darnold at that quarterback 26 price? Yes, I am at that price without question. I've I've been a Darnold supporter. I mean, I'll be honest. Him and Carson Wentz are two guys I've had a really hard time quitting. Uh, I, st- I think that they both could revitalize their career. I'll probably be right on one of the two. But he's in a really good situation. My big if or but here is I think that owner still would really like to bring Deshaun Watson back to the Carolina area. Yeah, and, and we're... We're hearing more and more about Watson uh, lately, and uh, we'll get into that more over the next couple episodes as well. Uh, Matt, when we come back, we're going to talk about two more of these quarterbacks who can maybe be called NFL draft winners. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Uh, baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL. Those guys are, you know, in playoff time. UFC and MMA action. Uh, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Uh, don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert. Folks, I'm sure by now you've heard me talk about Built Bar. What's your favorite Built Bar flavor? There's so many to pick from, and there's some new ones now, too. Uh, coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. I mean, there's so many different ones. And even so, you can get a mix box where you get two of the nine flavors, you know, the ones I just mentioned there. So uh, not only is Built Bar the best tasting, but they're healthy as well. Uh, Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs, but they still taste great. And a couple of the other flavors actually have 18 grams of protein, only 180 calories, but just 5 grams of sugar or 5 grams of net carbs. So uh, not all 9 amazing flavors are all tasty, all super healthy. Um, so order today and you know get whatever that flavor is that your favorite, that you love. So go to BuiltBar.com, or even that Mixbox is a big fan, you know, big hit around here. Go to BuiltBar.com, use our promo code LOCKEDON15, or LOCKED15, I'm sorry, LOCKED15, LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Matt, let's go back to that quarterback conversation we talked about. Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold, their quarterbacks 25 and 26 in the recent Superflex Dynasty ADP. Jared Goff, quarterback 29, similar to Darnold. Uh, He gets moved earlier this offseason, traded from the Rams to the Detroit Lions. And there was still some some talk that the, uh, the Lions may go after a quarterback. We know now they did not. So it looks like Jared Goff gets at least 2021 as the Lions starter. But there's concerns about that team from from a fantasy standpoint for sure. Uh, 
Goff, another guy like Daniel Jones, who was a, a quarterback one, a top 12 quarterback according to ADP uh, one year ago at this time. He's quarterback 29 now. Are you spending a late pick on Jared Goff with hopes that he bounces back? Yes, I, I am. And my reasoning for it is not necessarily just because they didn't draft anyone, because they certainly could pick in the top two or three next year and change all that in a heartbeat. But I think Goff, much more than most quarterbacks, really performs noticeably better when he's not under a ton of pressure. And I think that offensive line, adding Penny Sewell, will be the strength of the team and that he will be protected. And he has some really easy throws to Hawkinson and Swift. So I could see Goff, or I could see the Lions losing a lot of games, but I don't know that it'll be Goff's direct, as a direct reason why. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of opposite of you. I know you've always been a little bit of a golf believer. I've always had some doubts about him. Uh, I think the success we've seen from him is mostly due to Sean McVay and um, and his coaching ability, honestly. So I'm 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 a little concerned. This seems like a team that wants to run the ball as much as they can. Again, quarter, we're talking about quarterback 29, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's sure, he, he's probably worth it, but I think I might be looking elsewhere. In fact, I think I might be looking at this last quarterback we're going to talk about. He does not fit into to this conversation. We've talked Daniel Jones, Darnold, Goff, all three uh, highly drafted quarterbacks, uh, both in the NFL draft and at least at one point in dynasty drafts as well. Uh, Last one I want to look at is Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's the quarterback 30. Uh, Washington did not add any competition for him. So he's uh, another quarterback who we think has that job for the 2021 season at least. And uh, like some of the others we also mentioned, they they added some weapons. Uh, A couple of pass catchers both through free agency and Curtis Samuel and in the draft as well with with Diami Brown. since Fitzpatrick doesn't really fit into the mold, I don't think we expect him to be a long-term option. How how would you value him compared to these other three guys that have the real question marks? Uh, <laughs> this might be more redraft-ish because I mean he's thirty-eight years old. I'm pretty sure. I right. Mean, he's he's the same age as Big Ben and Rivers and those guys. I mean, I think everyone's super optimistic about this offense basically because he's not Alex Smith or Dwayne Haskins, and I get that, and he's aggressive. But I think his body of work has shown us that he's not really a starter. I mean, he's had some stints, especially in Miami. But what happens when he throws six picks over a two-week stretch and it gets benched? You know, like, I think this is the worst quarterback situation in the league. Big picture, you know, but I'm not sure that the short term's that great either. I think if I could dump them right now for something, I would. So uh, I think that's what you, you talked about, the redraft aspect with him or, or you know, more of a short-term view because of his age. And I, I get that. I, I guess I think that's that's what makes the comparison more interesting. We look at Darnold and Jones and Goff and we think, oh, you know, they're young. They've got uh, – Five years left, maybe maybe even longer left as as starters in the league as relevant assets. So if it's to the point where you want Fitzpatrick over one or more of those players, I think that becomes really meaningful. Is it at that point for you? 
Would you take Fitzpatrick over Darnold, Jones, or Goff? No. I mean, he might okay. get you by for the, the short term, but this is his last chance to be a starter, and I don't think he's going to succeed. Okay. So you don't think he's... Um... I mean, a one-year starter at best, if everything goes great, and I just think his track record shows that he's not as good as football as everyone wants him to be. So you don't think he's a, a weekly fantasy starter in 2021? In Superflex to start until he gets benched or really hurts the team. Yeah, yeah. You know. Matt, next we are going to look at the running back position. Let's let's get that conversation started really okay. quickly here, and we'll, we'll finish up after the break. A, a couple of names come to mind here when you talk about veteran winners. And again, we're, we're really looking not necessarily at players who might get boosted up based on the addition of a, of a rookie, but those players who are gaining value because their team didn't select, uh, in this case, another running back. The one that, that stands out the most is Miles Gaskin. The Dolphins had all of those picks, didn't use any of them, or, or at least any day one or two picks on a running back. They did take uh, the Dokes kid from Cincinnati late in the draft. But Miles Gaskin has to be viewed as a winner. Uh, that's what the ADP is telling us because he is all the way up to RB25 in the latest Dynasty ADP. Kind of rich for me. Uh, do you feel confident in Gaskin at this point? Confident enough to buy him at that price? No, not to buy him. Um, I think this worked out great for him. He was very productive when given a chance last year. I think he's got a, a good season in store for him. But I also think, you know, they put in a claim for carry on Johnson. I'm sure, almost sure, that they'll probably use some sort of resource. And they're rumored to Aaron Jones next offseason at this position. So I really think he's a use him up for one year, be happy you got him. But if I owned him, I wouldn't mind moving him at all right now. I'm not sure his stock's ever going to be higher. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think this is his highest ADP ever, uh, 67 overall. I mentioned RB25. And just for a little more perspective, uh, some running backs he's being drafted ahead of, Trey Sermon, James Robinson, uh, a couple of the other players we'll talk about uh, here in just a moment, Chase Edmonds, Mike Davis, ahead of Leonard Fournette, A.J. Dillon, Tony Pollard. Honestly, I'm taking pretty much all of those guys over Miles Gaskin. So, really? uh, based on this ADP, yeah, I'm taking Fournette over him. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I, I like him a little better than you, then, but not by a lot. All right. Um, let's get one more in before the break. Mike Davis, a name I just mentioned. He is RB29. Uh, the Falcons, after um, after. Things with Todd Gurley didn't really work out. We, I think that's probably the, the nicest way to say it. Uh, they were looking for some running back help. They signed Mike Davis, formerly of the Carolina Panthers. Of course, did a great job taking over for Christian McCaffrey last season. Ended up as a top 12 running back on the season. Uh, Mike Davis was slotted in as the starter, but I think the expectation was still that the Falcons would add someone they did not do that in the draft. They did sign the Louisville kid, Javian Hawkins, uh, after the draft, and he's been a popular target late in rookie drafts. So right now it's looking like a Mike Davis, Javian Hawkins backfield. Uh, is that enough for, for you to invest in Davis? Yes. I think this offense is going to be awesome. 
I, I think he's more talented than a Gaskin. I think he's been impressive pretty much every step of his career when he's been given a shot. Will he be the starter next year? I don't know, but at running back 29, do I really care that much if I can get a, a year out of him? And I'm not trying to speak opposite of Gaskin. I think he's in for a better year than Gaskin, and he's cheaper, and I think he's got a better chance to stick, you know. But I like the player. I love the situation. Yeah, of course, the difference uh, from a dynasty standpoint, Gaskin is 24, Mike Davis 28. Davis has bounced around a little bit more. I think uh, – People view him as as more of a short term option. Where if Gaskin does, uh, if he does hit, he could be that starter for the next couple of seasons. Maybe you know we're talking best case scenario where you think Davis, uh, his best case is, is probably just lasting the entire twenty twenty one season as the starter and and as a fantasy relevant option. But I'm with you. I think I'd rather have Davis, especially knowing that he's a little bit cheaper to acquire whether you're talking trade or dynasty startup. Yeah. Matt, when we come back, we'll talk about two running back by committees that are going to be a little bit messy this year. Yeah. First, I want to tell you guys about rockauto.com and there's many reasons to repair and maintain your cars. And I'm sure a lot of you guys out there do it for a multitude of different reasons. You know, you can save money for important things like mortgage or utility bills or food or whatever, or maybe just, you know, that's your hobby and you just want to fix up your car. But no matter what, rockauto.com is the place for you to get that done. Um, Different chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics versus do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are extremely low. Uh, rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear. Uh, it's also a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you're looking for, of course. And as I mentioned, their prices are reliably low and the same for professionals versus do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on, two words, in their how did you find us, how did you hear about us box that they didn't know that we sent you. Again, that's locked on. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Matt, let's talk about two more of these running back situations. The Buffalo Bills were rumored to not only take a running back, but I thought they would take uh, Travis Etienne in the first round. They didn't even get the chance to do that. And instead, they basically ignored the position. We're going into 2021 with that committee of Zach Moss and Devin Singletary intact. Uh, Both of these guys pretty cheap right now, uh, at least according to our ADP. Zach Moss is RB38, Singletary RB42. That tells me dynasty managers aren't really sure what to do with this backfield, and and I'm with them. Uh, We haven't seen either of these guys play well enough to to really stake a claim to that starting role. Uh, what are your thoughts on that that Buffalo backfield? I feel very strongly on this one. I think Zach Moss is one of my favorite dynasty buys right now for a lot of reasons. I think Devin Singletary is 
pedestrian in all ways. I don't think he's an elite receiver. I don't think he brings much big playability to the to the field. Moss is really good in protection, was a really good receiver in college, runs hard. You always have weather in Buffalo. Um, no competition. Instead, they improved their offensive line. I like that. Mm. But a, a big thing to me, too, is at Josh Allen's stage of his career, don't we want to cut back on his carries a little bit? I mean, especially after the owner extends them and gives them a massive signing, you know, signing bonus. I think, you know, Moss might start to inherit some of the short yardage stuff. I think he's a huge buy. I want nothing to do with Singletary, though. Yeah, I don't feel quite as strongly as you, but I do definitely prefer Moss. As I said, they're they're in, they're basically uh, being valued at the at the same price right now. In that mm-hmm. uh, outside of the top thirty six running backs, you look at some of the players ahead of Zach Moss, Raheem Mostert, uh, Melvin Gordon. Those guys are both uh, twenty eight years old or or older. Uh, Damian Harris, Ronald Jones, even Michael Carter. So I could definitely see some room for Zach Moss to grow uh, and, and gain some value even before the, the season starts. And uh, if you're right, I think you made some good points there. Then we could see him really uh, dramatically gain some value and, and move up these ranks and, and ADP. So I like that idea. Pretty cheap to acquire. You can definitely, uh, I would think you could get him with a second round pick pretty easily in most leagues. One more situation to look at here, the Arizona Cardinals, Chase Edmonds. They did sign James Conner, and maybe that's the reason they didn't feel the need to do anything in the draft. Chase Edmonds is the RB28, Conner the RB40. Uh, We haven't talked about this backfield, uh, I don't think, since Conner signed. We talked about James Conner frequently when he was with your Steelers. I know you, you had some concerns about him. Chase Edmonds is, is really the player being viewed as, as the winner, the, the one to buy in Dynasty, and obviously he's the one with significantly more value. Are you on board with that? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have no faith in Connor. I wish him the best. I, I You know, great story from the area, went to Pitt, all those things. You know, I rooted for him. I would put zero stock in Connor. And, and kind of just like what you said, but to elaborate on it, Arizona only had a first-round pick, a second-round pick, and then they traded their mid-round picks for Hudson and, you know, some of the other guys that they added, J.J. Watt. Um, no, they signed him out of free agency, but they, they, they their next pick was in the fifth round. So right. they didn't really have a running back slot. You know, they didn't have enough resources to do it, so I feel like they just settled for Connor before the draft, knowing that they weren't going to get a difference maker at the position, which to me just screams win, win, win for Chase Edmonds. Yeah, I I agree with that as well. Edmonds is the most valuable of the players we've uh, looked at here today, at least in my opinion. Actually, Gaskin is is a little bit ahead of him in ADP. Hmm. I'd rather. I would easily. I'd easily rather have Edmonds than Miles Gaskin. All right, so those are some veteran winners, but mostly players that we would advise staying away from. Maybe see, uh, kick the tires, check out the price on Mike Davis and Zach Moss and Chase Edmonds. Maybe a good time to sell Miles Gaskin. Matt, before we get out of here today, I wanted to ask you about one more running back. At least I think he's a running back. (laughs) It's the rookie, Travis Etienne. Um, Rookie camp, as I mentioned earlier in the show, is, is underway. I think it's... Uh, you know, I think we've got to take most of that news with a grain of salt. Uh, but just a couple days after we hear that 
that uh, Urban Meyer and the Jaguars are signing Tim Tebow. Uh, now they're using Travis Etienne, not just trying him out at wide receiver, but the report was using him almost exclusively at wide receiver. I don't know. I know this is this is a common take out there, but this has me worried about this Jaguars team before things even get started. And and I don't I don't know if Urban Meyer is going to make it in this league. It raises questions. I mean, there's no doubt about yeah. that. And even the day they drafted him, he's like, he's our receiving back. You know, like he's the first round pick on just a receiving back, and you know, he's mm. not. He's a he's a much improved receiver from a year ago, but. He's not a wide receiver back. I mean, he's not close to being a wide receiver. The obvious comparison is Percy Harvin, you know, who Meyer had at Florida. And that would work out okay as long as it's a combination and he's more running back than receiver. But the one thing that I just want to let people know is if you go watch a rookie minicamp, and I used to do that before COVID hit, there's no contact. They don't really do anything running backs really don't have a role. You know, I mean, sometimes you don't even have full offensive line. I mean, sometimes you have a hard time fielding 11 on 11. So having him run with the receivers, catching passes from his former teammate, probably gave him more value. People just need to realize what rookie camps are. I mean, it's hard on running backs. So you're not, you're not too worried either way about that, not making any assumptions yet. I'm raising an eyebrow, but no, I'm not making any assumptions yet. But when it comes to ETN, would that would that scare you away from drafting him in a, in a rookie draft? I think he's clearly five for me. I mean, I, I okay. feel like there's five really good prospects, but he's number five. I want Williams. I want Pitts. I want Harris and Chase, of course. Okay. All right. That does it for today's show. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.